to The Conscious Cafe. This podcast is designed to wake you up, blending old soul knowledge with new age intellect. I'm Izzy, your host, and I hope you enjoy this week's blend. It's time to wake up. Are you ready? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Conscious Cafe. Today marks day 10 of Joy to the Soul, and as always, I hope you are enjoying your experience, whether you're following along with the emails or just joining me for these daily podcasts. Today, I'm really excited. I kind of want to switch up what we're doing for these first 10 minutes of the show. Today was my first full day away from school, and it was really beautiful to just live life and do things that I enjoy, but I did notice that a lot of the experiences and insights I had were just further developments of things I've already shared on the show. So instead of being monotonous or redundant, I have decided that what I'd really love to do today is share a really beautiful and profound insight that came through today during a channeling session I had for a client. I've had the absolute honor and joy of holding space for several clients in the past few weeks, and I've noticed some really profound themes that have been popping up among them. And today I had a really beautiful insight come through from the council that I thought everyone could benefit from hearing. So that's what I'm going to share for the first half of today's episode, and I hope that you enjoy. So when we walk this journey, when we start to look at our limiting beliefs or we want to heal our traumas or we want to release our fears, we all have this hope that we will be able to release them so that we can become the best version of ourselves, right? I think we all have this end goal that one day we'll wake up and we'll be open and we'll be free and we'll be radiant and we'll be generous and we'll be kind and we'll be open and we'll be able to interact with people without fear and we'll be abundant and successful and all these things will fall into place and our life will make sense. But the thing that we sometimes forget, and this was really interesting, I actually asked you guys on Instagram a few days ago, how many of you feel like there's an end goal or a destination that you're heading to in life? And the majority of you said, No, there's not. There's not an end goal or a finish line, if you will. But then I asked you all if you ever feel pressured to get to that end point, whether or not you think it exists. And the majority of you said that you do. So we all have this belief that, you know, we think cognitively that there's no end goal. There's no time where we're going to wake up and feel complete, like we finished, like we figured everything out. And yet we all still feel pressured to get there. We feel pressured to reach that point. And so when we sign up for things like Joy to the Soul and we think, yes, now I'm going to be able to release my limiting beliefs, to get past my fears, to become that person I've always wanted to be, it's because in our heads we have this end goal. And when we see ourselves like that, we think, then I'll be enough, then I'll be worthy, then I'll be able to feel the love that I want from other people, or I'll be able to have the life I want because I'll finally deserve it. And it's so interesting because it's not... It doesn't work that way. And we so want it to. Our minds so want it to be that our external world will finally just fall into place when we do that internal work. But the thing is, the way that we go about it is all wrong. We think that we can get the job and we can get the money and we can do the things and then we'll feel good. But it's about finding that internal resonance. Everything in your external environment, everything in your external environment is a product of the blueprint of your internal energy. 
So, for example, if you're struggling with a fear of what it means to truly connect to yourself, if you don't feel like you have a space inside that feels like home, that feels safe to come to, if you don't have that deep internal connection, then you're going to have a hard time finding that deep internal connection or that warm, safe home feeling in your external environment. So you may have a home, you may have a family, you may have a wonderful place to live, but you're never quite going to feel safe or like you belong there because you don't have a space in yourself where you feel safe and where you belong. But you're going to constantly try and create that feeling, create that environment in your real life, thinking that once you have it in your life, then you'll be able to feel it. But something that's been really interesting that I've been learning in my own life and I've also been seeing come across in client sessions is this idea that there is not a single feeling that anyone or anything else can give you. And one of the most profound things that was shared with me recently is this idea of love. We think that there are people in our lives who can give us love, right? We fall in love with a partner. We have our parents who love us. We love our family. We love our best friend. And we feel loved in return. And oftentimes we wait for those people to love us before we feel like we can love them or before we even feel like we can love ourselves. And what we're really doing is we're saying that that person has the power to give us love. It's something that someone else can give us. But what's really happening is when we connect with someone in that way, when we feel love from them, what's really going on is that we have decided that because they are connected to us, then we allow ourselves to feel the love that's already within. It's like we need a middleman, if you will, to connect to a feeling that's already inside of us. And this can apply from anything from love to joy to anything else that you're feeling, gratitude even, you know? So many times we base our gratitude off of a thing. I have this thing that I earned and so I'm grateful for it. Or I have this thing that other people want and so I'm grateful for it. Or even, and this was a really powerful example that came through today in the channeling session, this woman was sharing that when she walks on the beach with her dog, she just feels such joy watching her dog feel its joy while it chases its ball. And she said that that's when I feel real joy. And the council said to her, is it that you feel the joy of your dog or are you letting your dog hold the space for you to feel joy that was already there? Why not just feel the joy? Why do you need the middleman? And I think so often we all try and find a middleman in our lives to give us the permission to feel how we want to feel. We need that external source to give us what we want to feel internally. But the thing is, you never get it from an external source, whether it's success or happiness or joy or love or anything. All that happens is that you get to a place where you can give yourself permission to feel what is already within you and to feel that fire that's within you. And this was something really powerful that the council shared today. And in the context that they shared it, they were talking about this idea of passion and purpose in life. What do you do with your life? How do you find what you're meant to do in this lifetime? And they shared that the way that humans see it now is that we think that we go out into the world and we find the thing that lights us on fire, right? We find that job, that career, that creative pattern, that speaking gig, the ability to write, whatever it is we find that we feel sets our soul on fire and we put ourselves into that and that becomes our passion, almost as if that thing lit us on fire. 
And they share that the way we look at it is completely wrong. And that's why we all feel like we come so close to finding the right thing. And yet it's just not quite right because we're looking at it all wrong. They shared that everything from love to joy to freedom to success to abundance to anything you feel like something outside of you can give you is really just the product of something within you that you finally gave yourself permission to feel. And so the way they explained this in the context of a passion or a purpose is that your soul is a fire. It is a light. And what you do when you come into this world is you use the senses, the abilities, the talents, the unique characteristics of this human that you're playing. You use those to create something on this earth, whether your creation is actually a creation like a painting or it's creating a family or working a job that you love or creating happiness or whatever it is that you're doing in the world. But they share that it's the fire that's already lit within you. That when you allow it to use this human life, this human embodiment, to bring it into the world, it shoots off sparks. And those are the sparks that fly into the world and set the world on fire. And the way they shared it, I thought was so beautiful. They said, the world does not light you up. You light up the world. We are all so busy trying to find what we want to feel outside of ourselves. We're all so busy trying to find the perfect job, the perfect person, the perfect life. We think that when we have those things, we'll feel better. But the truth is all having those things does is give us permission to feel something that we have the ability to feel here and now. We are all looking for the fire outside of us to light us up when really the fire is already inside. We just have to allow ourselves to open enough to let those sparks fly so that we can see them reflected back at us in the world. Because like I shared at the beginning of this, everything in your external world is a reflection of your internal vibration. Those sparks are flying, whether you're conscious of them or not. But the thing is, the energy that you have inside is going to determine what sparks fly and what fires are lit. And so when you look at your life and you feel like you have a fear of an external circumstance or you feel anger towards your partner or you feel guilt over something you did, consider, reflect on what that means when you reflect it back to yourself. What are you afraid of in yourself? What are you angry at yourself for? What did you do to yourself or have not done for yourself that you feel guilty about? Consider what all of these external manifestations in your life and these relationships that you have with your quote-unquote real life in the external world, consider what those mean for how you relate to yourself and how you're bringing your energy back home. Because truly everything from your relationships to your situation to everything in between is a reflection of what's happening internally. It's a reflection of which sparks you're letting fly from the fire of your energy. And those sparks are going to create fires in your life. And then you see that fire that's within you reflected back in front of you even though you weren't conscious of it. But now you know, you understand, and we can all understand this, that it's truly just that we're waiting for something outside of us to give us permission to feel the things that we know we can feel now, to give us the permission to say that we're worthy enough, to say that we deserve it, to say that someone else thinks we should have it, so it must be true. We're waiting for permission to feel these things when we've had them inside all along. Your fire is already lit. Your sparks are already flying, but you get to choose what color that fire is, how hot it is, 
what color, what, what flavor, what spice, whatever you want those sparks to be in your life, you get to choose. And you get to choose what's reflected back at you, but you have to be willing to go inside and connect with yourself and acknowledge that everything you need is already here. It's not out there. It's in here. The world doesn't light you up. You light up the world. So I just thought that was a really beautiful insight that has come across, and I think I could probably do an entire hour-long episode talking about it, but I hope that that 10-minute bite really inspired you to think about everything I shared and to consider how you might apply it to your own life. And again, as always, take what resonates, leave what doesn't, but always, always, always remember that everything you need, you already have within you. So that being said, we'll go ahead and move into our mindful moment of the day. So just take a deep breath and get comfortable wherever you are. Even if you were just running around your kitchen or merging onto the interstate or brushing your teeth, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, just take a moment and take a deep breath. Breathing in. And breathing out. Breathing in. And breathing out. And when you're ready, send your awareness down and ask yourself, how am I doing today? And today I heard happy. And I hope that whatever you felt you allow yourself to feel it fully and know that it's okay. Today's mantra is, I put good energy out into the world knowing I will receive good things in return. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, I put good energy out into the world knowing I will receive good things in return. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today's quotes are, if you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you will be. That's again Maya Angelou. You don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. And that's Roy T. Bennett. And then finally, my favorite, I am learning to love the sound of my feet walking away from things no longer meant for me. Today's journal prompt is, write a letter to your limiting belief, thanking it for keeping you safe and telling it that it is time to go. Write it all out, then burn the letter. I absolutely love this one because it combines that note card trick that I shared with you all the other day with all of the prompts that we've done before, with acknowledging how that limiting belief has been serving you, and then it has the cathartic energy of burning it and releasing it and letting it fade away. So this is absolutely one of my favorite prompts of the entire challenge, and I hope that it felt as good and releasing for you as I experienced it in my own life. Um, Basically, all I had in my letter was exactly what the prompt says, thanking it for keeping me safe, thanking it for giving me a space to come to, for giving me a sense of control, for letting me feel okay in the times when I didn't think I was, 
but also knowing that I was ready to let it go, that I didn't need it to have a hold over me anymore, that I didn't need it to keep me safe, and that I was going to be okay without it, and just including all of the thoughts in between those that came up, and burning it, and letting it go. So today's gratitude prompt is list out the accomplishments that you are most proud of. And it's interesting because I remember last year when I did this, my mind immediately went to all of the concrete things that I've done that I could think of, like performing ballet in front of thousands of people or being a straight-A honors nursing student. And this year I noticed that my first thought were the energies that I bring into the world. I'm really proud of how much work I've put into healing. I'm proud of healing from the things that I've healed from. I'm proud of how much I care about other people's emotions. I'm proud of all of the people that I've been able to connect with and hopefully bring a little more light into their life. I'm proud of the capacity that I've allowed myself to have to feel and receive love when that used to be so hard. I'm proud of living on my own and being okay. I'm proud of, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm proud of being in school and I'm proud of my grades and how hard I worked for them. And I'll always be proud of ballet and everything that happened with that. And I'm proud of how much I love. I think I already said that one, but I truly am really proud of it because that was something that for a long time I felt broken. I felt like I couldn't love. I felt like I wasn't worthy of it. And I've done so much work to get to a place where I have an enormous capacity to love and to be loved. And I'm incredibly grateful and proud of it. And just so many things like that, that my mind immediately went to instead of just tangible, concrete accomplishments. And I thought that was just such an interesting shift in how I interpreted this prompt. So I would love to hear from you guys about what accomplishments you are most proud of, whether they are tangible, real-world accomplishments like getting the promotion or building a family that you love, or if they're things that are more energetic or emotional or based in healing. I would love to hear them, so feel free to share them over on my Instagram or in the Facebook group. So today's question is, how can I love myself more today? And for me, that just meant letting myself just exist. I did yoga, I watched Seinfeld, I drank tea, I slept in, I took two showers because that felt good, and I just let myself be. And today's challenge is declutter your workspace or make a dedicated space to journal and meditate. Don't skip this. It is so important, so, so, so important to have a space in your home where you can come to that is free and open and clean and clear, that is just dedicated for you, dedicated for your growth, for your healing, for your meditating, for your journaling, whatever it might be. So I've shared before that I'm really blessed and very grateful to live in a little apartment on my own and so I have a dedicated desk that has all of my crystals and fun little trinkets on it that I use for journaling and then I also have a closet that instead of putting clothes in I turned it into a meditation closet so it has all of my books and a meditation cushion and my essential oils and my candles and of course a bunch of crystals and a bunch of fun spiritual tools that I love to use and it's my dedicated space for meditation. So I encourage you truly to find a space, whether it's just a tiny corner in your home or maybe it's an entire room, but find a space that you can dedicate to you, that you can dedicate 
to your healing, to your development, because truly having that space that you can come to, it does. It feels like home and it feels safe and it feels like a reflection of you in your external world like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. And the more you can allow yourself to see your wholeness and your truth reflected back at you, the more you'll allow that reflection to become your entire reality. So that being said, I hope you enjoyed the, today's episode and I hope you will join me again tomorrow. Until then, all the love and the light in the world. Thanks for coming to the Conscious Cafe. Join me next week for your consciousness refill or keep the vibes going by following me on Instagram at izzy.intothedeep, joining my Facebook group or heading over to my website at welcometothedeep.com. You can find all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and until next week, it's always a beautiful day at the Conscious Cafe.